too many Tic Tacs in the town. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 3.38 starting time. Please welcome from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Matthew Wiley. Play away, please. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if we. That wasn't a great pod, was it? You want to run it back? Algal Flandia 210 on the Wiley 77 Podcast Network. Am I the only podcast on the network? Absolutely. What else do you need? Collaboration? Actually, I was on one today with PGA Splits. Splits. We call them Splits. Um, and John Daigle or Daigle. The French pronunciation, Alexandre Dag. He was a first overall pick by the Senators back in like 94. He was supposed to be the next coming at Gretzky. Didn't really work out too well. Mm, where am I? Where am I? Okay. Uh, yes, podcast 210. By the way, I'm being trolled. Speaking of French people, I'm being trolled as we speak, as we speak by a French shark on Twitter. Downside of me said, don't worry, he's a French-Canadian, which explains everything. He, he was wondering why I shortened Augusta to AGNC, Augusta National, or ANGC, Augusta National Golf Club. Why? Because in content, you want to fit everything on one line so you don't have this extra word bleed in the second line because that's style. And of course, someone from French Canada has no style. Shocker. I won't get into French Canadians, but Montreal, les habitants, suck. And I voted yes in 1995 to having them leave the country because they would be part of Rhode Island by now. Actually, Quebec's a nice place. Uh, Where are we? They have these olives now, by the way, on Kettle One vodka neck wrappers. They give you four olives. Like I never eat one. But oh, I would eat a place. I would eat a plate of what spagoot covered in baboon hair before I eat one olive, and that does include pimento. The pimentos. People are already asking when you went to the Masters flex in 2019 when Tiger won flex number two. Oh, by the way, I'm going to give away a shirt from the Augusta National. Or the ANGC Clubhouse. Exclusive collection, white, large, fits all. Most people. Unless you're Big T and seven five, seven hundred pounds. He's a <laughs> gigantic human being. I'm going to give away a shirt. And next week somehow. Probably winner and winning score under par or over par if you're ballsy. And you're going to get that shirt. I will figure that out if I remember next week. Because remember, I don't care that much about myself or the content. So yes, I am not eating pimento cheese sandos 
from Augusta National, no. Absolutely not. I'd rather die. I eat seven things. I'll eat my Scandinavian nut medley on this BS plant diet, which is making me angry. But those of you, my birthday was last week, as I told everyone, and wanted I was insatiable for happy birthdays. But mocking me because of my age, because I'm not 24, maybe age better. Yeah, you didn't think I was 45. Yeah. You 20-year-old slappies, we look the same age. Why? Maybe stop eating chicken wings wrapped in like a Cinnabon. Mm, That sounds good. Um, Anyway, there is so... Okay, Augusta, the Masters, Tiger coming back, likely. DFS is going to be out of control with content. There is so much content. That's fine. It's okay. What, do your thing. Whatever. Who can, Do your thing. Do not get discouraged from doing it. But there's going to be a lot of it. It's, but remember, because there's a lot of people on Twitter now being entrepreneurial experts. Good entrepreneurs don't talk about it, by the way. The number one thing in entrepreneurship, the one and only thing you have to learn to be successful, being in the... Kentucky Entrepreneurship Hall of Fame with Colonel Sanders, me, is relationships. Full stop. I go to these angel investing meetings when I went to at one point, or someone comes to me me with a business idea and they're good, I, I look at them directly in the eye and analyze whether or not they can build a business successfully. And what, what does that take? Relationship building. Do people like doing business with you? Yes or no? Do people like talking to you? Can you team build? Can you navigate around difficult situations in business, which will come about, like cash flow shortages or employee losses? That's it. Same with content. Same with people. Why doesn't anyone pay attention to me online? Do people like you in real life? Anyway, I can go on. I'm just trying to help. That's it. Um, but yeah, it's, gonna, it's a fun week. There's a lot of people going to give you valuable information. It's going to be great. And Masters pricing is out now. Field of what, 91? One more perhaps from Valero if they're not already, um, if they're not already in the mix. Someone's saying Ricky Fowler. That's insane. And that needs to stop today. Um, Scotty top price, I did not see that coming. I thought it'd be mid nines. That was foolish of me, honestly. But now he's going to be top, top priced and probably a lot lower owned. Because with some of the players that people have to play, it's going to be tough to do Scotty, them, albeit there's some meat in the sevens. We'll get to it next week. But the one guy that may get overlooked is our old Cam Smith. Why? Because time heals all chalk. Two weeks ago, after the players, if the Masters were the next week, highest owned. But then you've got Scheffler running, uh, you know, just swamping a field in match play. And this week, think of if Rory, think if Rory wins this week, going away. I don't know if he will. 
but blammo. Can you imagine what happens if Rory destroys this week in Texas and he's 10K next week, Grand Slam talk? The best thing that Rory can do for himself is probably miss the cut. Why? Because he's kind of under the radar right now. And he himself said, I don't have the quote up, but, I mean, it makes him physically ill the amount of pressure that Augusta brings. Amount he wants it. And he's blown up there before, early on, because he has been the, the light has been so bright on him. You're the guy. You are perfect for this course. It is your time to get the green jacket. And Roy's the greatest. I mean, he's just, of course you want him to get it. But, this, but for, for him to get it, I think he has to be under the radar. Honestly. So, who knows? But then Tiger's playing. You want to take the light away from everyone? I, I, I'm hearing from sources he is going to play. And by the way, my only content next week guest will be Ray Floyd Jr., as we do every year for the last four or five years. Ray is Ray Floyd, winner of the Masters' son. He's going to be caddying for his dad in the par three. He's going to be there all week. He knows, he, he, he analyzes golfers like thoroughbreds. He looks, looks at them in the paddock and says, this guy is ready. He knew a Sergio a few years ago. He knows the guys that are ready for the week. He sees them in practice rounds. He sees them around the clubhouse. He gets their, he, you know, he takes their pulse, literally, with a blood pressure cuff. And that's what you need to know. Getting in the horse business again, by the way, buying a horse with a few guys who you may know, or having a syndicate, buying a racehorse, and we're going to win the Kentucky Derby. And the name of the horse will absolutely blow your mind. Blow your mind. The horse's name is Blow Your Mind. Um, so Tiger might play, probably will play. That'll be the, this is going to be an insane Masters. Tiger would top 10, as I said in a tweet, at Augusta National or ANGC for that French-Canadian. I should have done that the other way. But he would top 10 at the Masters in a spacesuit. Kyle Porter on CBS, one of my favorite follows, does not think so. And he may just be engagement farming, but I don't know. But anyway, we got the Valero this week. And then we are off to the races, no pun intended, at Augusta National. Let's talk to Ryan and Joshua Schlepko. Okay, Schlepp didn't join us. I thought he would. He may just pop in here randomly, which is okay. Maybe it makes for better content. Absolute ghost job. Absolute ghost job. He's sleeping. He sleeps a lot in the sleep chamber. <laughs> Yeah, it's his skill. He can fall asleep anywhere. Um, the the <laughs> this French shark on Twitter continues to troll me. Um, I gotta figure out who he is. Lariotto. Lariotto. Um so this week we were just talking about it. It's like I I spoke to a professional golfer about do you ever have a tournament where you just intend to only play two day, days and miss the cut? <laughs> and his response is never. There's never, ever a time. I mean, maybe if you're plus eight on Friday, 
yeah. that you, you just you kind of just you know wash it and get out of there. But they are here to win. So the warm up for two days thing, I don't think is accurate. And and but Rory here was who's obviously top of the field in pricing and then in in, uh, in betting. He was at Augusta today, right? Mm-hmm. Forty eight hours before tea time. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, that that picture was circulating, and it was it sounded like he was there like last night or today, but I guess who knows. Yeah, and then, he's obviously been there, and I think his mind is there. But he's Rory, and he can play well this week too. Yes. So, um, so we've got the. Let me get my notes up here. I'm 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 a little distracted because of this shark, this French shark trolling me. So Valero is it's a describe it from one player ball striking. And mm-hmm. not, I don't have a ton of notes for it, but it is the ultimate test of ball striking. Long, accurate off the tee. You can't really hide if you miss fairways. See Kevin Na, 2011, but a 16 on number nine. That was weird, though, right? Like, he kind yeah, of lost stupid, his mind. Yeah, it was a stupid decision. He lost his mind. Yeah. I mean, he blasted two drives into the gorse, but, uh, but then, yeah, he tried to get out of there. But the thing is with him is, or with this course, is that usually on these long ball striking courses, you have easy par fives. And these are some of the toughest on tour. Only one mm-hmm. is reachable in two. Greens are tough to hit. They have some shaved runoffs. The greens are somewhat slow. And as I told the guys today, because they thought, oh, slower greens equals easier putting. That's not the case. Historically, uh, from you know players who tell me, is that you have a longer backstroke on slower greens, so more variance in terms of your line. They like fat. Most of the, the, the not as great putters like speedier greens. That's why you can have a Sergio or Hideki win at Augusta National. Um, you may not agree with that. Texas players, well, Texas guys play well here. Good scrambling. It feels like Rory, this is his ballpark, honestly. He could use his all-world driving to bury this entire field. Uh, one more master spot. Big narrative there. Some people think it's Ricky Fowler. They're insane. Yes. Uh, good drivers of the ball who can scramble and avoid big score. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> From the fucking clouds. Three and a half minutes in, we get a hello. Welcome. That's okay. Welcome to the That's okay. show. Hey, Josh. Hey, carry on. <laughs> okay. What did you think about that? What's your thoughts on that? Always want good drivers of the ball. <laughs> Just so we're clear, well, I mean, you, you you texted the link about a minute ago. So <laughs> I know. All right. You sound really good though. Your microphones are. Were you sleeping? No. It sounds like he was running. No. I may have been. I may have run up the stairs. <laughs> okay, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, Slep, hello. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, we were just talking about the course. That part's done. Ryan, do you have anything to add about the course? No, I I mean, other than I think I think when you look at the strength of field and also just the types of players that have won here, uh, anybody can win here. Like you talk about the putters, we had Spieth win the year after Corey Connors, right? Like there cannot be uh, a couple of guys who are more opposite on the greens. Um, you've seen Charlie Hoffman win here. You've seen Finau play well here. You saw Kevin Chappell win here. So like most of that, it doesn't scream that you have to be a great putter, which I think echoes what you were saying about ball striking and keeping the ball out of the gorse. Yes. What's gorse? 
Ah, I'm I'm trying to come up with words for that. It's like it's almost like an ice plant, like what they have out there. It's like woods, but it's not. I don't know. It's oh, that was a real word. I thought you misspoke when you. It's like course. Course, course is a word. Course is yeah. It's it's like the shrubbery and stuff. Yeah, it's a real word. You can look it up. <laughs> Sounds like a good wordle start. <laughs> yeah, it might be five letters. Yeah. Uh, all right, Josh. So. So the thing is this week is what – so Rory's chalk, 25%. Man, I, I think Connors may surpass that probably. But let's say Rory is top chalk, 25% owned. What, what do you do with him in the rule construct of fading top price chalk? That's, that's a difficult one, um, especially the week before a major and – I don't know if that report is true. Is he was he playing Augusta this week? He it, was there today, evidently today. I, okay, I and mean, his plane left today. Yeah, I mean, at, yeah, we at always some say point, he skipped the match play. So at some point over the last four and a half days, he was obviously there, right? And you know, and I guess if he skipped, he, he wants. I mean, he needs to come into master of some form. So he seems like a phenomenal play this week. But highest price, highest own is always an issue, but oftentimes when you're doing that, the other options are are pretty good. And I don't, wouldn't say that skipping over Rory so that you can get more speed or answer or a, you know, very out of form Bryson um, is it. So I guess it's like a locker fade. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Which no, I'm that's, that's where I went with on this show I went on today. It's either like you're going to lock him or zero and that's about it. So, but I don't know, but I guess it, if Matsuyama is really going to be that low owned, like, I mean, I mean, he's, he should, have, he's just as much win equity as Rory, right? What about answer sub 10? That doesn't make any sense to me as a pricing. As a No, it doesn't. Uh, I think that's going to be vastly incorrect uh, when it all shakes out mm-hmm. on Thursday yeah. morning. I, yeah. Um, I don't know. The guy who I really have no idea what to do with is Bryson, but I'm I'm leaning yeah. I'm leaning fade. But you know, if he were if he didn't have these injury issues surrounding him, that price, this course, you would think you know he'd probably be the highest on golfer. Oh, it's it's funny because I was I found on Twitter. I gotta find it here. An interesting little. Sh- on Bryson. Oh, I found it. Here it goes. Bryson sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. As much as it seems like, oh, this is a this is a kind of a great you know, GPP terrible. type play. Like, I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem. No, look, anyone can be a GPP plays, but yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying, though, right? It's, you, yes. you, yeah, you, you you play him at lower right. ownership before you see any form. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's still going to be like ten to twelve percent yeah, owned, I mean, just because the field is so weak. So it's not like you're playing like a six percent Bryson. Yeah, but I, and at that ownership, I I, yeah. I think I'd just pass. he's coming off injury, and obviously what we saw from him wasn't good. He wasn't even good before that. Like I don't know, he missed the cut, and, or no, he withdrew in Saudi. He was citing that injury, but yeah, but he's just not. 100%. But here's the thing with you, with you, Josh, because you said this this morning is that. You like you could build a team of. I said this on that other podcast too, by the way. I said Josh said he could, or Circling the Drain said he could build six, a team with just six K guys. Yeah, uh, which leaves you more, 
Yeah, which leaves you interesting options up top. But then you have the most wacky, fucked up 9K range, perhaps in history. 9-4 Chris Kirk chalk. Gary Woodland now 9-3 chalk. And then you have Tony Finau below Keegan Bradley. And Finau will be sub 10%, in my opinion. I I don't know if he'll be that low. But yeah, he's going to be... He's going to be lower than he should. He's going to be vastly lower than Kirk and Woodland. Um, I, and Connors, obviously. Connors. Yeah, and Connor. I So I actually think um, – I think Keegan is going to be the guy who, would go, who goes overlooked here. Nobody here is in better form than Keegan. You look at the guys who have done well and played well in – I mean, one here, a guy like Corey Connors. Like, it's basically Keegan. I mean, why can't he not play well here? I don't know. I'm excited to play Woodland, even though he's popular. Uh, I'm not really excited to play anybody else in this range. What's Kirk's deal? I mean, I guess his history. Here? He's he's been okay here. I mean, he's just he's the model popper, right? He's every model uh, is going to have okay. Kirk in yeah. the top he's, five. He's because the number the one model. Is that what you're seeing? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's just the model darling. And again, like he'll probably play fine and finish 18th or 15th or something. And I don't know. And Keegan, to some extent, is the model darling, but people just don't want to play him. No, that's exactly right. So, and yeah. Siwoo si Kim too. I mean, two. I go two X Siwoo Kim. I mean, I. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you skipped over. You skipped over a play I love with Siwoo, and then the winner. Obviously, you skipped over McNeely. Never, yeah. You think so? Yeah. Is that yeah. is that a model popper for you too? It's it's a cherry popper for sure. Um, <laughs> I. I did not, not expect yet. this. Yeah. Well, we can just skip ahead to the end. That's my pick to win. So Maverick okay. McNeely. Yeah. All right. All We're right. going to have to let that marinate a little bit, Matt. Um, but so, but I like Kirk chalk is bad. bad. Woodland chalk is bad. bad. Um, I, it seems like a place that I would like to, to jump back on on Fino at some point. If, you know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not playing day. But that Siwoo Maverick Manili range, Siwoo is not a guy I like to play in DFS. But no. I mean, I I think that ownership is too high. Whatever no. you know, what I'm seeing in certain places, yeah. If, if answer we, comes in below fifteen percent, I am mean, hammering the shit. Who's yeah, picking, I'm going to be four X answer anyways. Who's clicking Kim and McNeely over Kirk and Connors? There's not. No people will play Siwoo just. Not yeah, over Kirk and Connors, right? But they're but those two guys are sandwiched between, yeah. Between you know, um, yeah. Well, then you've got then you've got this another strange line item in Adam Hadwin seventeen percent. I don't know where mm. that's coming from at eighty nine hundred. Now, I like Hadwin; he's a decent golfer, but he can really fuck you right in the eyeballs. Yeah, I don't know Hadwin with any sort of. Uh, any sort of ownership there. I'm not really I'm feeling he, it. He, you know, and I don't know. He's not really a great, uh, you know, I was just looking at par 72, 7,400 and, and had wasn't really great. There. I mean, there's certain things to like in him, but I was looking for reasons to get away no. from him. And that was certainly one of them. My concern with, with Hadwin, I'm, I'm just not going to play him at that ownership, but the guys that I would pivot to there are Struman and Vegas who are both, also going to be pretty popular. Yeah. Um, I could see so, Vegas for sure possibly winning. Yeah. Like it just may be – yeah, I mean, I bet both Schumann and Vegas. And it just feels like I may just have to get unique with the roster construction, and you're going to have to play some of these guys that are 
you know, 18% owned. Here's the thing. I said this in the opener, time heals all chalk. And I hopefully it does it for the Masters too for a couple of players. But Luke List was what? Nines in diff- more difficult tournaments and chalk. And now he's 8-5 mm-hmm. just because of a couple of, of bad rounds. And now he's 11%. I think he probably a little higher, but there's a play. Yeah, but the difference I see, I mean, I agree with what you're saying in a couple of bad rounds you're getting at low ownership, but that's like a different analysis if you look at a guy like Finau, who's been consistently good, and now he's playing poorly, so you think, that well, maybe he's going to come back to where he was. Well, Luke List had a period where he was just playing you know, we have a big sample size of Luke List. And right. for what, the last six months, he hasn't been the normal Luke List. Right. So now that I see him trending away from that, I guess I'm more inclined to say, okay, well, that little period of life where you could roster Luke List and cash is over. and It's gone, yeah. You know, so right. I, I'm kind of, you know, like you could apply the same analysis to Fino and List. I would oh. rather play Fino, hoping he's regressing to what we have a large sample size of being a top end player, and Liss is going back to being yes. Not, you know, but but here's the thing: if he won Sanderson Farm, fine. But he won at Torrey Pines. I mean, that's that is a huge tournament and a very difficult course. And he looked the part, and he stared down Rom in the end, mm-hmm. kind of from a different hole. But he, uh, I like, I just think that if you want to get away from. Would you rather play Hadwin seventeen percent or Luke List four hundred dollars cheaper eleven percent? Is my calculus? Yeah, right. But I don't. I mean, or you could. The answer might be C, <laughs> which is what Mito. <laughs> Neither. Oh, okay. Well, your Mo Pereira's chalk this week, so yeah, he. I I might allow him to have the full name this week and play him. He might have it this week. Do you want to know the play of the century in the eight Ks? Don't say Hoffman. <laughs> no, but that ownership's kind of low. Texas guy, long hitter. Ryan Palmer. Yes. Yeah, I like Ryan Palmer. There you go. Uh, after Absolutely what? Not. Pat and Kazire, 20%. Yeah, pass. <laughs> pass. I mean, pass and Kazire. There's no one I, like, I'm just, I can't wait to lock just to fade Kazire. That's it. That's it. What That's I my dream. I can't, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait for our, our closing segment today. He was the yeah, first. That's his winner. He was the first golfer on Twitter to ever troll me, and I will never forget that. He's bookmarked for life. Yeah. Well. Yeah. There's well, a lot of options here. I mean, I think anybody in the 8K range, you can make an argument for playing. So uh, it will come down to what the. Ryan, you said Kazire was going to win. Yeah, he's absolutely going to win. Tommy Fleetwood. <laughs> yeah. Look, I mean, Pat Kazire, he's been so good. Uh, obviously, he plays well in Texas. I just. If if he can hit the fairways, he is going to be there on Sunday. If he okay. can't, he'll make a sixteen. It's okay. All right. So then you go. Here's the here's the here's the play, which I thought that he was going to be way more owned. Is the gala? Why I thought mm-hmm. he was going to be. Tw- he, he originally when these projections launched was twenty seven percent. I thought, well, that's insane. But now he's eleven. That's my guy. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he will get ownership. He was fine last week. I mean, we obviously don't have stats from Punta Cana. Yeah, right. Uh, but he was fine. I think I think right above him is the play. Hoygaard or McIntyre? Rasmus? No. No, you can't you do can't that talk. He's, any Ryan, you know, Ryan has a weakness. <laughs> if they have ever played on the Euro Tour, <laughs> Ryan thinks they're good. Yes. So, ironically, I did not play Rasmus at – 
Punta Cana open, but I'm considering him here. I mean, look, he hits it a mile. Uh, if that's what you're looking for here, great. He finished 67, 67, 67. Yes. Can't be that bad. But don't no. you remember Don't you remember that one thing about Rasmus, Ryan, that we found in the European Tour that one year? Remember that one thing? Is it like the <laughs> Bryson thing? <laughs> no, yeah, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he's won like three times. I don't know. Um, in like gonna, the Netherlands. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be very low-owned, and he's worth a shot. So mm-hmm. I'll leave it there. Some people are low-owned for a reason. Um, Where are you going other than Tigala? Well, the 7K range is pitiful, which is why I think I, I mean, mo- some of these 6K guys should be in the 7K and vice mm-hmm. versa. So I don't have a lot that I like in this range. There's no, I don't have any big stands here. Although, unfortunately, I like the chalkiest guy in the range. Steel or Naismith? No, Naismith. Is it yeah. Steel? Is he's in the sevens? Because I like Steel yeah, a lot. He's at 76, which is high yeah. enough that he's not going to be chalk. No. He, Let me give you the plays for Telly. Thank you. Have a great love for Telly. That's I'm on for Telly yeah, for that's once. That's the winner. That's a that's a lovely play. But there's not much else here in sevens, right? No, there's no. Not. I mean, I'm I'm gonna play Laird again. What about your Chad Ramey? I thought that was your guy. <sighs> Fucking yes, I play like fifty percent Chad Ramey at Valspar, <laughs> and he's incompetent. <laughs> and he's incompetent. And he's three percent now, Budsky. Yeah, I mean, both him and. And Buckley, they both crushed last week after I had like 80% combined. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, at the Valspar. Chad Ramey would be a play. If he, um, you know, Ryan is talking about Puerto Rico or whatever it was, the, uh, was it the Dominican Corrales? Too much. Corrales, without, yeah. So we have to mention Mr. Island Boy, Wayland. <laughs> yes. I'm not uh, doing that as much to, you know, point out the call except that we need to remember the next time we're at an island or any tropical destination resort you play whaley it was funny because um uh josh said at the t i think the sony you said your favorite play for island golf when you called mexico an island you qualified <laughs> it because it's a resort cartel <laughs> they don't let you off it is whaley and you were right i mean he played well last week um He's not here this week, is he? No. Yeah, he's here. He's oh. way down at sixty five hundred. Oh, there you go. Well, no, I, can't I got blame. I got two absolute gems down here, but I'm going to let you it. guys talk. Three, maybe. Okay. Uh, I'm going to add one before we get to the sixes because he's at flat seven. But uh, I'm going right back to Bo Hostler. Okay, Josh, on to you in the sixes. Thank you. <laughs> um, Skip over that one from Ryan. Yeah. A little Ederito. Yeah. So. Let's see. My let's see where I'm going here. How excited are you? I will be. Well, I I will take. You know, we like to go back to guys after a bad week. We'll be going back to Smotherman for sure. <laughs> a guy who I never play. He's from Texas. He was, he's been on the blacklist for a long time. I'm giving him temporary exemption status. Spawn. Yes. Yes. Oh, we're all on spawn. That's bad. But yep. if yeah, but if he doesn't make this cut, it will be it will be forever blacklisted. Yes. Um, I can't really decide what to do with Sig. Mm. Part of me wants to play him. Part of me doesn't. He's got a good short game. I'm not sure he's a pretty good ball striker, but yeah. Um, probably gonna play Danny Lee. Yes. Mm. Long Ooh. tough courses. Play Danny. Dirty Danny. Oh, this is good shit. Yeah, I won't take. I won't. I know. I know. Ryan likes the guy down here. I won't take that. Um, and 
I don't know. I guess that's about J- it. I, have, J- I mean, J- I have, I have some other people who I'm going to just play, but I don't want to mention them. I'm, I'm going to save the one. I'll save the one down at six two for Ryan. But let me tell you this, because I usually hate this range. But let me give you some names: Aaron Rye for the family, right? Your big Aaron mm. Rye guy. Uh, Doc Redman, easy money right there. Doc Redman. Uh, Minwoo Lee, the nuts. And let me tell you the kill shot. Brandon Grace. Hear me out. Do you remember when Brandon Grace was leading this tournament a few years ago? I do not. Okay. Maybe I have the wrong tournament. <laughs> I thought he won. Maybe you have the wrong golfer. Um, why is he why is he hired? He won Puerto Rico and he won Heritage. He was he finished he has finished or ninth he and tenth. He's finished ninth right. and tenth in this tournament and twenty third last year. That's pretty He's, good. He crushes here. Brendan Grace. That's the play of the week. Interesting. The, uh, the, uh, the cold stone ice cream play of the week. Um, so I'll, I'll start with two guys who I actually think are strong plays that nobody's going to play. Uh, one, is six, <laughs> one is 6,900 David Lipsky. Um, wow. He has yeah. been surprisingly good, making a lot of birdies, and uh, he did not win the Corn Ferry Corn Ferry Corn Ferry Tour event on this course, but on the sister course. Slep is a big fan of sister <laughs> courses. Um, I like him. You know, what, you know people are using that in text to me now. That's like great. Professionals are saying, by yeah. the way, uh, what was the course? A memorial where the Houston Open is played. He goes, by the yeah. way, it's not a sister course to hit Antonio. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't run out and it's a, that. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, so I mean, Lipsky's going to be a couple percent owned. Uh, the other guy who I like, Texas A&M guy, ball striking has been kind of off the chain recently, quietly, is Tyler Duncan. Um, proven tour winner, Tyler Duncan. Uh, so... I will definitely have some of him. And then you uh, had kind of teased it there, but Jimmy Walker, the yep. absolute play. Not going to do much. Nope. Tied for 53rd is probably what you're going to get out of him. But if you want a, a made cut, because you're going to make a Rory Spieth team or something, yep. I would suggest Walker. At, at underscore FUD underscore says, said to me, he said, Jimmy MFN motherfucking Walker week. Without even knowing what you're going to yep. say. I said, I promise you. Negative odds, Ryan is going to talk about Jimmy Walker. We should do a a prop bet here. Slep sixty two hundred Walker against sixty three hundred Snedeker. <laughs> see, oh man, Snedeker see who the last man standing scene. is. Rough scene. Yeah, yeah, rough scene. Um. All right. So you you're going to say McNeil is going to win? That's your final and honest answer. Yeah, I mean, okay. You want me to give me? I I don't know. Let's let's back that up a second. Oh, here it comes, walking it back. Yeah, yeah, I think McNeil is going to win. Okay, Ryan, Pat Kazire. Okay, I even went there in in my one and done pick. That's how sure I am. I think someone like Answer could win, but not actually Answer. But not actually Answer. <laughs> someone like so, him, <laughs> Corey Connors. Corey Connors. Yeah, there's a lot of people like Answer. Connors played a shit ton of golf last week, boys. Yeah, I yeah. am I am full fading Corey Connors here, and okay. it's going to be sad. Yeah, okay. I really like Dylan Fratelli, by the way. I, I, I like that a lot. Windy wind. 
it's windy in South Africa. He's a Texas yep. guy. He went to UT, He's a right? Texas guy. Yep. And you know what? I'll tell you this: the most important thing. What? He has it. He has it. Yep. All right. There's your winner. Thanks, guys. Sorry to wake you up and we'll get you from salt. <laughs> See you guys. See ya. All right. That's it for this week. Good luck next week with your content and everything that you're going to do and your wagering. I'm going to be around. Hopefully, I don't get swallowed up by everything that's going on, but that's part of life. I'm going to do stuff with Ray Floyd Jr. and his brother, and it's always a fun gig doing that. And uh, hopefully, I can offer something different. And if not, oh well. Have a good one. So call up the 90s and give them a ring. Told them they might just have the next big thing. <laughs>